yeah. Big bad, got him big mad. A nigga get into some money in his bitch bag. Jumping out the road. Welcome back to the Chris and John podcast. There it is. It's been a minute, but hey, we're back. We're back. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? John. Oh, it's good. You're, I'm good. John, it feels good I'm to Chris. be back. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. I'm like talking over you already. Oh, it's all good. It's been a minute. Yeah, I'm really excited. I was, We were having some technical difficulties just now, and now we've got it all figured out, it seems like. So I'm all hyped up. We got it going now. Things, yeah. things are working out. Yeah. Hopefully it'll sound better, uh, the finishing product. But yeah, uh, so we're back with the podcast. It's been like almost two months now, probably. I think we're getting up there. Yeah. Yeah, it's been been a while actually. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was uh on a little bit of an adventure. Uh drove uh a long way through a lot of the these United States. These beautiful this beautiful territory that we have here. Beautiful country. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of cool shit. But uh it took a while and then uh I moved, so that took a lot of effort and uh you know we're finally back finally made enough time to get this uh back on the road so that's cool um how have you been during that time i've been all right yeah just just living life excited to get back a lot of projects dropped in the meantime so there's a lot of music to listen to yeah we missed a lot of stuff yeah that's about it I, i you know I'm just living life, trying to, yeah. trying to, you know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Nothing so let's as do exciting it. as seeing the country. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Really cool. I was, uh, I was expecting a lot and it met my expectations and kind of exceeded them, to be honest. Um, it's a lot of beautiful places here. People always like, That's great. Well, not always, but like recently. Uh, people just seem to like shit all over uh, the U.S. or whatever in general, and it's uh, people just need to kind of get out more. I feel like there's a lot of cool shit out yeah. there, and yeah. if you're just looking at it through the internet, it can kind of get to you. So, yeah, I think I think that's a big thing. You know, um, the internet's great and terrible at the same time, but you just got to yeah, get out there and sure. see different people and. You know, it's amazing even in within the United States, you know, there's so much different, you know, like yeah. culture and the way people live and different views. And it's it's good to get out and, you know, experience that and talk to different people and all yeah, that. Definitely. It kind of makes you think. Gives, gives you some I perspective. Was, I was, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking a lot like while we were out about like how it's crazy that we're all technically like part of the same like federal you know the federal government controls yeah every state in our like territory it just seems mm-hmm. weird to me it seems like uh i understand like why and everything but it's kind of surprising that more places don't want to uh like secede like how you see in california and stuff i don't want to get into like yeah, some texas big, yeah like some weird government conversation here but like i don't know i was just thinking mm-hmm. about that a lot while we were on the road like it's weird that New York and like Oklahoma <laughs> have the same like rules and regulations and shit. I don't know. 
it's totally different yeah. people. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure, oh, yeah. you know, there are people, people think the same in random places and whatnot, but like, it's just a, I don't know. I don't want, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass here, but <laughs> it was really <laughs> it's just cool. Amazing. I, yeah. yeah. It was really cool. It's I, just... uh, I recommend everybody try it out. Go to the South, man. It's beautiful. Everybody oh, thinks yeah, it's just a South. bunch of like backwards hillbillies and shit, but it's like really, cra- really crazy and cool. Yeah, for sure. I love the South. You know, I love, I love how different, you know, things can be. And yeah, you know, it is crazy that we're kind of all under one thing. Yeah. Everyone's so different. Right. But I guess that's what makes it great too, is that, you yeah. know, while we are kind of governed by one body, you know, there's so much difference and there's so many different, you know, things to see and people and for sure. I agree. Yeah. I just didn't say it as elegantly as you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's cool. Everybody should branch out a little bit and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> for sure. Log off and go see things sometimes. Yeah, for real. Just, uh, get off, get off Instagram for a little bit throw on our podcast and go drive yeah there you go we've got like this will be the sixth episode you got six hours right there there you go you can make it to check out fucking, the music you can make it to like virginia six hours probably if you're in new york or wherever yeah, if you're, you're from. cruising i don't know we got people random places fantastic hopefully we can add some countries some other countries too yeah Go global. I, w- I always think about like uh upgrading the the hosts that we have so i could see like if we have anybody in like i don't know some random like switzerland random that would be cool it'd be cool if we had some swiss fans or, france uh, yeah egypt would be cool i like egypt that's cool pyramids and stuff yeah <laughs> Pharaohs, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Multicultural podcast. Yeah, but I I, I never upgrade it because I know that none of them are listening yet. But here soon, <laughs> you know, we're gonna be back on our grind here. Uh, we're hopefully we'll have yeah new episodes. New out. year, new us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should be on a better right. schedule about this in the future. So sorry about the wait, everybody. Uh, I know you've all been patiently waiting, but um, we're back. So let's get we're into back. some music talk. All right. So uh, I think the biggest project that's kind of dropped recently was Meek Mill's Championships. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. That one was uh, pretty big. You know, it's good to see Meek. He's free, finally. That yeah. that whole thing was a mess. And um. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we were kind of waiting for music from him, kind of see what direction he'd go in. And right. I think he delivered. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like the project a lot. It's, uh, I don't know. I've been waiting. I, like, I'll listen to anything he puts out pretty much just to, like, check it out at least. And I've been waiting mm-hmm. on something big from him uh, for a while, especially since he got out. Um, I figured he'd have something, something big up his sleeve. And this is... This is a really good project, I thought. Yeah, you know, I was I was really interested to see, you know, how would his style of rapping change? You know, he's been kind of known for kind of rapping about watches and that whole thing that he gets criticism about. Right. And, you know, I was wondering, you know, would he get very political? Would it be very, you know, um, 
not preachy, but, you know, kind of on that, like, more political level, I guess, you know, or would it still be fun? You know, is he going to talk about the streets? You know, like, what is, what exactly are we going to get from him after he went through all these different experiences yeah. that no doubt have probably changed his life, you know? Yeah, definitely. So I was, I was happy to see that he kind of, kind of touched on a lot of things, you know, he still made fun music, you know, he got a little more serious, you know, mm -hmm. he, he covered a good amount of topics and I think he did it pretty well, you know, even, yeah. um, starting off the album you know he's known for pretty good intros that dreams and nightmares intro is one of the most hype songs ever right and uh you know i, I turn it on and i hear the phil collins sample and i'm thinking <laughs> yeah. uh, okay you know um how's this gonna go yeah but i i thought he delivered you know it had oh, the yeah. chance to be really corny but it mm -hmm. came out solid yeah definitely i was uh not surprised but like uh i don't know it was a cool uh like thing to flip um yeah i don't i don't know uh usually like you said when you when people try and put like older songs that don't fit like the hip hop genre it yeah. a lot of the times it ends up being pretty corny but i thought it was pretty good in this case yeah he he used the uh dead president's beat too with uh, mm -hmm. respect the game and that was another one as soon as i heard it i was like uh oh yeah <laughs> but i think he i think he did well with that too you know yeah. he uh i think he really gave it some thought and made sure that it didn't just come off as you know just ripping it off or just mm -hmm. doing something weird over it because we, we've definitely heard some people bring back some of those classic instrumentals and yeah. definitely not done them justice or <laughs> made them yeah. into something really weird definitely I think I wonder how much I it can't remember who it was for him to like clear oh, all this shit. <laughs> oh man, I don't even want to know. There's a lot of sample like, clearances. It's it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of like big stuff on this one. I, I bought at least I don't know, especially those two in particular. But like, mm -hmm. I don't know to get Phil Collins to clear that probably took a ton of money. I know he's like a big. He's been known to like not really fuck with uh people using his stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. But I mean I mean this I've is heard of a huge record, so Yeah. I've heard of people even giving up, you know, one hundred percent of the, the royalties to their songs right. just so they can clear samples. Yeah. For a particular song. So that it gets pretty crazy. I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast just on samples and sample clearances and stuff. And I think that's, you know, something that has been a struggle since the beginning, since sampling is basically, you know, kind of the beginning of things. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you had the mixtape era where, you know, things were getting given away for free and they were still using right. samples that weren't cleared. And then there's that blurry line between, you know, can you still do that and make money off? touring which led from that sample and i mean we could get into the whole conversation about it yeah but it's, it's a, a whole it's a thing it's a big thing <laughs> yeah Let's see what else what else was on here that i thought was good uh i thought for the most part the first half of the project to me was was pretty good and then he had a couple on the back side i was yeah. into yeah the first um, half flows really Cardi well yeah the, Cardi B was on there. Yeah. She did her thing mm -hmm. on On Me. Yeah. I, I thought that was. <laughs> the first time that I heard that song, 
I, I like I was playing it in the car and I mm. wasn't looking at the track listing or anything like that. And I heard the, I knew she was on the record, but I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't see the track listing. I heard the beat come on and I was like, this song is going to have Cardi B on it. Like, I know this is the <laughs> Cardi song because that beat is something she fits like perfectly yeah. into that beat. It sounds like one of her songs. So, mm-hmm. and she killed it. I mean, it was. Oh really, yeah. She's having a year. She's really doing really feature. well. Yeah. Did you see, uh, that video of Offset like interrupting oh, yeah. her show and trying to like get her back or whatever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was so like painful to watch because she yeah, clearly rough. was just like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of a show, that's like some oh. weirdo shit. Yeah. I think, you know, with those grand gestures or romantic things, there's a very, very fine line between cute and creepy. Yeah, for sure. You know, like you, you watch these movies and you see these things and you think like, oh, I'm going to do that. You know, like, oh, I'm going to fly to their house and show up at their door and tell them, you know, yeah. you got to take me back. And like, you, you do that and you look like a stalker. You know, yeah, it's very, sure. <laughs> yeah. very iffy. I, I mean, personally, I don't think you should ever go to someone's place of work, you know, whether they're a musician uh, or not, yeah. and try to yeah. do something like that. That's just. Absolutely not. Especially in front pressure. of a crowd. In front of a crowd like that. like. That's oh yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah. So I felt bad for him yeah. and her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a I've, tough situation. Yeah, a bunch of people have said it's a publicity stunt, but I mean, I don't I don't yeah. know. I feel like and you know, you can't put things past people, but I don't really see that. I think it's Yeah. I think it's more than that. They definitely look like they're hurt or, you know, offset does at least. Right. If they get back together, then I could see it being like a publicity stunt in uh, in hindsight. But I mean, mm-hmm. to think that without any like uh, action towards Real. them getting back yeah. together or whatever, uh, that mm-hmm. seems kind of crazy to me. But weirder yeah. things have happened, so I don't know. Maybe it is. That's for sure. It is yeah. a huge business. Maybe they're trying to make it like how wrestling is like a. That's like a, it's <laughs> just game. like a, a drama. So mm-hmm. love and hip hop. Yeah. She was on love and hip hop, right? Isn't yeah, that like how I she got that, big? Yeah. I, first, I believe just, so. Yeah. I never really got into it, but yeah, yeah I've, I've never watched the show before, but yeah. I don't okay, know. Let's see. Yeah. And then after that was uh what's free, which I think is one of the best records. Yeah, for sure. Just from a from a rap standpoint, you know, Ross mm-hmm. came through, who I who I'm still waiting for him to drop something this year. I, he's running out of time, but yeah, I thought he was gonna put something out. I bet that'll be like one of the first big releases of 2019. It'll definitely yeah, I'm be sure like he's a just first, gonna wait. first quarter type thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, he killed that feature. That, so I mean, obviously Jay did too, and everybody's kind of given him a, a lot of credit for like verse of the year and shit off that. But like that Ross feature is no joke. That was a really, really good to hear him on it. Yeah. It's just, you know, Jay's feature came through and it just overshadowed everything, you know, being like you said, people are saying it's one of the better verses of the year. You know, he's, he's spitting the knowledge, giving up the game. Still had great wordplay that carefree, hair free, nair free. That was wild. Yeah. The Sinai failed Seinfeld line. That was crazy too. 
Yeah. It's just, it's great to hear Jay just kill things still. Mm-hmm. It feels like anytime he comes and gives a verse on a song anymore, people want to like give him too much credit. But on this one, mm-hmm. it was actually like a really good verse. I, I can't really, I don't know. I yeah. tend to, especially with recent Jay stuff, I tend to not like it as much as people hype it up. But this one was, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really great verse. I can't really knock it at all. Yeah, same. That's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, what's, uh, what's after that? There's, uh, there's the song with there's Drake. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Going bad. The, the first yeah. time I heard that, Drake's verse or something kind of like threw me off. Yeah. Like Drake's my first listen, like, I thought, I thought it was a little off to me. But then as I listened to it, I was like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Drake's doing his voices and stuff. His accents. Yeah, he's getting or whatever. That, that, I don't that know. New Earth flow thing he's doing. Yeah. I don't think the song is all that great, to be honest. But like, it's cool to see them on songs together again. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. Good. It's it's definitely good for hip hop to see them back together. And, you know, I usually like what they do together. So I was excited mm-hmm. to hear it. You know, I think Drake just did his Drake thing, made a catchy hook, had a decent verse, you know, nothing that's wild, but I think, right. you know, they just went after making a club song. Yeah. I don't think they were necessarily going for, you know, like, we're going to bar you up here or anything. Right. Yeah. So I think it served its purpose. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, I didn't want to go. Yeah. I didn't mean to take it out of order there, but. Respect the game was That's really okay. good. You were bringing the uh, brought that up earlier. The sample, yeah. I like that song a lot. I think I, I like the features on the record, but I really like the songs where Meek just it's just him. I think he yeah, shines same. a lot more because I mean the features are great, but they kind of overshadow him on the songs where he has features, and it's not always great. Mm-hmm. I mean the the song after respect the game the one with future on it like i i hate that song a lot (laughs) oh Um, yeah i was gonna say that i'm not into that song at all that was one of the ones that i was like yeah i don't like i mean i don't obviously i'm no one to tell anybody like how they should like what kind of songs they should make or anything like that but i i wish meek would just stick to rapping rather than like Mm -hmm. doing all the like mumble type shit and like getting just people who have name recognition on songs where it doesn't really fit his style. Yeah. He definitely is a lot stronger when he just goes in on things. Yeah. He's a great lyricist. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially in today's game where a lot of people like don't really even rap. I mean, they, uh, they rap or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But like he's got wordplay Mm -hmm. where a lot of people just make catchy stuff. And I think he should exactly use more of that to his advantage because he's a better rapper than most popular people these days. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like on oodles and noodles babies, like, yeah, you know, he has that nice soulful sample, kind of like the storytelling kind of thing, you know, that's, I think that's where he's like really strong. Yeah. It's a great you song. Know, like a song like that. He really, He's really doing it. Same thing with championships. He's got another great beat with that sax sample. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's the kind of meek I want to hear. I just want to hear him rapping over, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, but twenty 
21 Savage had a decent verse on Pay You Back. But, uh, you know, other than yeah. that, I just thought it was okay. You know, like 21 did it, but for Meek, I right. didn't think it was anything. Wild. And then uh, the last song, Cold Hearted 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he sampled The Weeknd. I thought it was huh. a solid outro. Another, yeah. you know, another good song. I think I've only made it to that but, uh, point like once or twice on listen throughs. I really like, like you said, the end of the record kind of gets a little soft. So I usually end up losing, mm-hmm. uh, losing interest in listening to the rest of it around oodles and noodles. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, overall it's a good record though. I just, I mean, once again, yeah. I bring this up pretty much every episode at this point, but I just wish that, records were shorter and i know they do mm-hmm. it for streaming and it makes sense but it's just like come on put the record out and then put an ep out after you'd still get the same amount of streams mm-hmm. i guess it wouldn't count towards the record though to me, but, but i don't know yeah it's a tough yeah you know it would business. make it a it'll, it really is you know it would make it a bit more of a solid project like you know if you cut out a few songs here and there and just had you know the few standouts like it would have been an amazing record whereas i think for sure it's definitely a good one and possibly meek's best he's put out yet you know the the second half has some moments where it kind of just you know like you said it slows down and you kind of lose interest a little bit and there's there's a few songs to get you back into it but yeah you know if he took those out you know much like a lot of the records that have dropped if you take out a few of the songs and condense it a little it's you know, would boost the album. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. But I mean, I don't know. This is my favorite record of his since like, I don't know, probably like dream chasers two, maybe like mm-hmm. that era. Oh, man, that, was, yeah. that was like one of my favorite. That was my favorite of his projects prior to this. I remember that being on like the, that was the number one, uh, like streamed or downloaded mixtape on dat piff for like, years so i mean i think that's probably his most popular shit prior shout to out this. that piff yeah but that was my favorite project of his prior to this but I, even with the ending being a little long i'd still say this is a great project probably his best for sure i agree um speaking of shorter projects yeah earl dropped yeah finally he dropped some rap songs literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a aptly named title, and um, I'm glad he's back. It's been like three years or something like that. It's been a while. Last, which uh, Doris was great. That was like one of my favorite records that came out that year. I'm a big, mm-hmm. big Earl fan, so it was really cool to get a project from him finally. Um, and it's like perfect, perfectly, uh, my style. Like I, I, I don't know. It's short it gets to the point there's not really like a standout track on it, but it, all of the songs flow together really well. I think it mm-hmm. was like a, a really well put together record, even though it's only like 25 minutes or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's uh, 15 great. songs about 25 minutes. Yeah. It's great. I love it. I can listen to it like twice if I want to, you know, I can listen to it, put something else on and come back to it. I wish people would get more on this train and really shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did numbers as well as, you know, most of the other projects. Yeah, probably not. But 
I mean, I don't know. Definitely a really solid project yeah. from him. It's one of my favorite records of the year, which um, we'll talk about that on the next episode, but I really, mm-hmm. really liked it a lot. Really consistent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, most of the songs are under two minutes. It's 15 mm-hmm. songs in about 25 minutes, so it's it's fairly short, but I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it kept yeah. things moving. There wasn't much time to get bored. You know, I really liked the lo-fi kind of sound that he had. It, it definitely mm-hmm. was a different kind of project. And and like you said, I didn't I didn't have a standout necessarily, but I like to just throw it on and just run through it. You know, it's so short you yeah. can just do that. Right. And I think it by having the shorter songs and stuff like that, it kept things interesting throughout it. Whereas mm-hmm. you don't get that fatigue where you're like, all right, well, you know, this exactly. is decent, but it's it's getting to be a while. Yeah. So I thought I thought it was an interesting move. And you know, as much as people like to hear more music and longer things or whatever, I I think this would be interesting to see rappers kind of do something on, you know, this kind of like kind of what he did. You know, right. it doesn't just maybe as a mixtape where they do a few, you know, shorter songs, maybe like throw a verse in there or a verse or two, mm. you know, keep it short, kind of switch it up a lot. I think I think it would do pretty well because you, you yeah. know, just get more interesting things. Definitely. And it's and, different. You know, it's just not the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And this sets him up perfectly where he could like, he could release another uh, record like this in a couple months and it wouldn't be too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Exactly. He could release another 25 minute thing in like, you know, summer next year and it would be totally, it'd be perfect timing because yeah you're not over you know you're not oversaturating the market you know it's yeah. still you, you're getting music out you're getting verses out but people aren't getting sick of it right i think that's one of my major things with the long records is like you're putting out all these songs that obviously they think they're good enough to be on a record but like they leave a bad taste in my mouth where i'm mm-hmm. i need to wait longer for new stuff with stuff that they've put out that I don't like. So it makes uh-huh. me less excited to hear about the future stuff because they felt like putting out stuff that isn't as good just so they could get numbers. I don't know. Yeah, and I think I think we see there's a decent amount of artists out there that you know kind of flood the market and put out these long projects and you know, it just, it gets to the point where it's just more music of the same. They're not right. doing anything different. They're not doing anything new. It's literally just like all mashed together. You know, it's like yeah. this homogenized song, you know, where mm-hmm. I can't really tell the difference between one one or the other. You know, you might have the, the standout hit or two, but other than yeah. that, it's all just more of the same, which I think hurts them ultimately, you know, kind of like you were saying, it kind of turns people off. So, yeah. I don't know. I hope people definitely a cool strategy. Yeah. I hope people start to take a few notes from the Earl thing. Cause I mean, it got mostly positive reviews as far as I've seen. I mean, people seem to like it and I've seen a lot of people Mm -hmm. comment on how it being short was a positive. So yeah, I don't know. You would hope that people uh, like rappers and shit actually kind of, take a note from the people because you know that they read shit online i mean everybody every artist does mm-hmm. as much as they say they don't yeah so i don't know it would be nice 
if it made a little change. But yeah, anyway, the project's really great. I definitely recommend it to anybody who hasn't listened to it yet. Um, yeah, go out there and check, go check it out. It, it's pretty good. And uh, actually, speaking waste, of short project. Yeah, hmm? you won't waste a lot of time, even if you just try it out once. You know what I mean? It's only 25 minutes. Give it a little shot. Put it on while you're doing shit around the house or something on a short drive. Or Definitely whatever. worth the listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, speaking of short projects, Vince Staples dropped FM, which mm-hmm. is 11 songs in 22 minutes. So, yeah. you know, we got we got another project that's a little different. He's got the the Green Day Dookie style cover, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of a cool throwback. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, he he's got random features from, you know, he's got an Earl verse and a Tiger Tiger verse and not like <laughs> yeah. a song, like literally just random verses yeah. thrown out there as as a song. He got that brand you know, new he Tiger. Uses, yeah. He uses <laughs> uh that kind of radio style, he uses Big Voice Radio Show, which is based in LA. Yeah. Um I thought I thought it was another really interesting project. You know, he did something different. He kept yeah. it short, but he still gave us great music and mm. kept it interesting. Yeah. You know, that I definitely um applaud him for the creativity. You know, for he's sure. he's on a little bit more rap style beats than the last project, which I think was a little bit more electronic based. Mm-hmm. Um it was just another project I really enjoyed. Yeah. I Vince came through and did his thing and you know, had me going, all right, this is solid. I'd, I'd love to hear more. Yeah. And I think he set himself up where he could drop more and it wouldn't be too much. Yeah. Well, he said that he has another record coming out or he has two projects recorded. And mm-hmm. he said one was supposed to come out by the end of the year, which I don't think it's gonna, but probably, you know, early next year. And then probably another one at the end of next year, which is great. Yeah. I love Vince. He's another one of my favorites uh, currently. Um, and this one was a lot of fun. I feel like it's a, once again, a short project. So it's, you know, it doesn't take too much time and there's a lot of like just fun shit on there. A lot of cool, uh, like you said, with the, like the radio samples and stuff in the, on every mm-hmm. couple songs, which is really, it's just fun. It sounds, uh, like his last project, um, or not his last one, but the one before that, Summertime 06. Mm-hmm. It, it has a lot of vibes from that. Yeah. But uh, with like, I'd say better rapping maybe. I don't know. I don't know if better is the right word for it, but like it has like older he, Vince. He's not going down. He's, yeah. Right. Yeah. It brings the vibes of that record with the beat selection and stuff, but it has like the wordplay and stuff of his even older shit where he was more of like a verb like a uh, lyrical guy you know i don't know mm-hmm. but the, the songs are fun and i love the time of it once again big advocate for short records and uh yeah i think yeah i think my uh favorite off it was don't get chipped but I, you know, I went back and listened to it again because I've listened to it a few times, you know, mm-hmm. over since it's dropped. And I really liked most of it. I yeah. I don't really know if there's much that I thought wasn't good. You know, there isn't really anything that I'm skipping. You know, it's it's a short project, so it's kind of hard to skip things. But yeah, I think he really put out a solid project. Definitely. You know, he, he did something interesting and 
delivered. So mm-hmm. shout out Vince. Uh, we're going to catch him at some point on tour. So I'm really excited. I haven't seen him before. So yeah, I'm sure either. we'll report back on it. Yeah, we're, we've got uh, we've got two shows lined up in the schedule. They're like a week apart, so I'm sure we'll have a podcast about those shows. Uh, Vince is going to be in Ithaca, right? Which will be interesting. Yep. Um, then Milo is in Syracuse. That's like a week before that. That'll be really fun. Um, That'll be really interesting because uh, the venue is very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's gonna be fun it's gonna be like a bar show you know so yeah Yeah. i'm really excited for that and i think the venue that vince is in isn't that big either you know it's decent size because i mean it's been staples but it's not anything massive so hopefully you know it's a more intimate show because i always like you know especially growing up in hardcore like i like being you know close i like to i don't know like i don't feel like like i'm a part of it I prefer a nah. floor show, which I don't think, I think it's, I think it's in a theater, but I mean, it's in Ithaca, so they don't have like any huge amphitheater type things there. I don't think, but I, I haven't been to this venue, so it'll be fun to check it out. Yeah. I think, I think it's at the, uh, I can't remember what the venue's called, but I know there's a stage there. I know the other show might actually be on the floor. Yeah. The one in Sarah, so that, yeah, that's definitely, cool. that's yeah. in like a little ass room. That'll be fun. Yeah, community art center place. Yeah, so but the, cool. uh, but yeah. The Vince show we'll has. We'll definitely report back. Yeah, Vince show has JPEG Mafia on it, which is going to be fun for me. I like mm-hmm. him a lot. He's very interesting. He played here like a couple, like a month or two ago or something like that. It was before I lived here again, but. I'm pissed oh, I missed man. out on that. He played at BU. Yeah, I didn't know about it. Yeah. Wow, I would have came through. I was yeah, supposed to see uh, 21 Savage, but the snow got it postponed, which oh, I don't shit. know exactly how that works, where they're just like, well, we'll hold on to your money and your ticket's still good. He'll come back at some <laughs> point. Like, what is some you, point and yeah. when are they going to announce it? You can come to the next show, which is 21 Pilots instead of 21 Yeah, Foster Savage. the People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, 21 violence. <laughs> it's still 21, guys. No. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, I was Oh, dude. So bad. They've <laughs> they've had some good rappers over the years and Yeah. They usually get pretty you know, good. You know, I'm rap I'm shows. hoping it happens. Yeah. Yeah, the Spring Fling's been lacking the last few years, but I have seen some good people there, so yeah. I'm hoping it ends up working out. I'd love to yeah. see 21 Savage, especially uh, with that whisper verse. I want to see if the crowd's going to whisper or if they're going to actually like <laughs> yell it. I think yeah, that'd be I, really funny if the whole crowd's just like, I f- you know. I feel like it'll just be a lot of people on drugs that don't even know who he Probably. is. They just got free admission from the school. They're just partying. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Which will probably but, be a fun atmosphere, know. at least. I just love hip hop at you know, like live volume yeah. level, you know, where you can like feel the bass and you just really get to enjoy it. Cause you know, that's how it should be listened to. So yeah, it'll be it's good. interesting at like Plus a 21's sta- been like a, a stadium year. size thing, not stadium, but like how they do at BU where it's like big ass crowd. It's fun to like people watch yeah. during that kind of shit. Cause yeah, you, can to- I saw, um, you can totally tell who is there for the music and who is there to just like, 
be with their friends and take take uh ig live videos yeah snapchat get it for the gram yeah i saw big sean there and uh the crowd was pretty decent i mean it was big sean though so yeah you can only expect so much from the crowd right (laughs) he killed it though you know i put a lot of stock in when rappers actually rap their music and they don't have backing vocals you know i got the chorus is fine but you know like Mm -hmm. i don't want to see you do karaoke over your songs like i want to hear you actually be able to rap and have breath control and you know be talented and big sean killed it so you know whether his music is good at the moment or not i gotta give him respect for that because not a lot of people are doing that anymore right i don't really get the big sean hate i've always kind of thought he was a pretty good rapper i've never i mean like he makes some songs that aren't that great but i mean Overall, he has a better catalog than a lot of people out right now. But he gets like a ton yeah, of hate I, from people, and I don't really understand it. I guess, I mean, he's not very uh, energetic or whatever, and his flow is kind of like, well, I, I can see why people don't like it very much, but I've always thought it was an interesting, like, different kind of flow. He basically, like, talks instead of raps mm-hmm. on a lot of shit, and I've always, I've, I like it. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I actually, uh, I've been listening to him since like the mixtapes and mm-hmm. I caught him way back um, live and, you know, I thought he was putting out pretty good music. You know, it's more of a kind of like poppier style, but yeah, I don't really get the hate. You know, some of the projects aren't wonderful, but yeah. I think overall he has a fairly good catalog and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it deserves to be hated on as much as he does. And like I said, you know, live, he's really good, which you got to give respect for that since you know a lot of the hip-hop shows these days have become just karaoke or kids yelling every few words which right you know that's not that's not good yeah get back <laughs> yeah. put on my put on my old head hat and <laughs> yell about the kids yell into the sky sometimes um, you gotta do it sometimes you gotta it's just like my New York bias. Sometimes I just got to tell you that New York's the best yeah. hip hop because, <laughs> because it is. Yeah. It comes uh, down to facts, you know? Yeah. Some... Facts be. <laughs> I, uh, you know, we're kind of getting off topic, but, um, uh, the other day really, you know, Jay dropped that verse and I was like, wow, I, I think I tweeted like, you know jay really one of the best to ever do it yeah and i had some people comment and one person was like wrong eminem's the best that ever did it <laughs> which first of all that's a meme in itself but he was serious you know and if you want to rap if you just want to talk about putting words together yeah and you know just rhyming words okay i'll give it to you m's probably the best at rhyming words yeah but as far as like songs and impact and all that i mean come on jay jay's one of the best and then another person commented and said drake's got the game on lock (laughs) which you know i'm a huge drake stan but you know if we're talking the best to ever do it or even top fives i mean yeah you know we'll look back on drake's career someday and i think that'll really kind of um show us where he really stands but i think you know, I don't know how you can throw him in a top five conversation right now. Yeah. I'm sure people hear that and are just like, you know, blasphemy yeah. <laughs> that we'd even consider to throw him in a top five. 
and and I also think you know he made the conscious decision to chase the pop songs. I think you know he although he's done it his whole career, I think he you know will still drop a few hip hop songs here and there for everyone and still have that side. But right. I think he's more concerned with being one of the best you know pop stars ever than necessarily being a top five MC. Yeah, it's tough with like the top however many like list that you want to make for hip hop because everybody's so different like especially like if you yeah, take so those three, subjective you take j and m and drake i mean you could make a case for any of them being the best at what they do but they do different yeah. things so you know exactly i mean eminem is yeah he's probably one of the best lyricists at, or rhymers i would say you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, I can't really think of anybody who's better at rhyming. Um, yeah. But I mean, in terms of content, but when you, go down that, you can't really yeah. put him on the same wavelength as Jay-Z in terms of like lyrical content. Exactly. And then and you look you, at some of the projects he's put out and it's like, that's not it. You yeah. Know? And Jay has like catchy songs, but you can't compare Jay to how catchy Drake can make a song. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's the pop rapper, you know, like he can make any song a radio hit. Yeah. I mean, and he's still got a pen, you yeah, know, people sure. like to clown him for the, for the ghostwriting things, but you know, he's been known his whole career for writing for other people, yeah. you know? So, you know, I'm sure that full story may, you know, come out eventually, but I really think it's pretty overblown, Yeah, you know, that to think that everything has been ghost written and not, not to mention, um, you know, music's a very collaborative thing and, you know, a lot of your favorite artists have help, whether you like to admit it or not, Yeah, you know, and crediting, you know, can even be, you know, you could be thinking of a song and maybe you can't think of a chorus and someone in the room, you know, throws you an idea or starts saying something and you're like, we're going to use that. Well, guess what? They helped write the song, you know? Yeah. I know. I know like of stories where um some of Jay's um I guess like A and R's for rock for the rock if you know helped him with choruses or you know came up with choruses and it's like does that mean Jay is a ghostwriter now? You know, like right. no. <laughs> yeah. So people just blow everything out of proportion. But um someday we'll get a top five or uh, you know, best to ever do it podcast going and really yeah. just go crazy with it. But <laughs> that'll be tough but we, yeah we gotta do it at some we'll, point we'll try yeah yeah <laughs> jeez well that was a little bit like, of a tangent <laughs> it's always changing you know anytime anybody really puts is. something else out you kind of have to reposition them and everything i don't know it's a long thing yeah plus plus the last thing i'll say is we're kind of dealing with the whole aging rapper thing you know like right. four, 444 was like adult contemporary hip-hop yeah so you know like how is that gonna work you know like is is jay gonna do things like that and further his legacy is he just gonna chill you know as these rappers get older what's gonna happen yeah. you know what, what kind of music are they gonna come out with are they gonna destroy their legacies are they gonna do like eminem i think is doing yeah you know like some of these albums he's putting out are terrible whereas like biggie and Pac died you right. know big l's dead you know they they have very few projects which some people you know count against them because they don't have enough projects for them to you know consider but they never got the chance to get into where rap is now 
Yeah. You know, who's to say that they wouldn't, you know, do some weird songs with Lil Pump now, <laughs> you know, or mess their, their thing up. Yeah. You know, really. who knows? You know, like Biggie with Puff, you know, who knows where that would have went. Right. So. It's, yeah, it could have gotten a, really bad, to be honest. I mean, I don't know. It could, I think yeah. That, I don't know. I think a lot of people overblow. I, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a like a total hater, but I've never really understood why they're like the pinnacle of hip hop to like so many people. It's like, yeah, they have great songs and they have a lot of talent and everything like that. But I don't think Tupac or Biggie are anywhere near the best to ever do it. I don't, I don't know. I think it has something to do with the era and um, probably living through it and having that happen. You know, it's probably much like, uh, our parents' generation growing up with classic rock and like, you know, having yeah. Hendrix come out with a new song or Zeppelin, where it's just like, oh my God, what is happening? You know? Yeah. So it does make I'm sure sense. if we were alive just... for it, you know, yeah. it'd be different. It's just the know. impact rather than go- rather than just going back and listening and being like, well, this is really good, but yeah, you know, we don't really have the the environment around us to consider. Right. They did have like a whole uh, like story to them and everything. They were like in major news and that was like when hip hop was really starting to catch on. So I, I get it like when older people say that and shit, but it's just always been kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. Especially people sure. our age, like, I don't know. I get if you grew up with it, but like mm-hmm. there are objectively better rappers and songwriters now who like I don't know. I don't want to get too far into it. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, we could talk about this forever. So yeah. I'm gonna but, lose uh, all my all lose right. all my cred. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah. So we nerded out a little bit for hip hop there, which yeah. which I love doing, but we'll save it for another podcast. But uh, speaking yeah. of lyricism and more lyrical stuff, and you know, not trap that mm-hmm. Betty project with Currency, yeah. Freddie Gibbs, and uh, Alchemist Drop. Mm-hmm. that was really cool that was another one i loved yeah it was really good um i've never been a big uh currency guy i don't think yeah. i've listened to him since i think he used to do a bunch of stuff with wiz or something yeah he, yeah i remember around when when wiz was like getting popular him and currency would do like i think they would do a couple they have like a couple mixtapes together or they were at least mm-hmm. on songs with each other a bunch but yeah i was never a yeah. big fan of his either i, I thought he was uh, like okay but, and I still don't really, I'm not a huge fan of him. I don't think he, I think he's definitely the weak link of this project, but he's not bad. You know what I mean? I don't I'm think he a, necessarily like took away from it, but right, you know, right. it's not, you know, I'm not like overly. He didn't, he didn't add to it, it yeah. a ton. He was just kind of a presence mm-hmm. on the songs and it didn't make it better or worse. Yeah. But now, I, Freddie dropped uh freddy yeah which is his album and i loved that mm-hmm. so i was, was i was pretty excited to to hear more out of him and alchemist of course you know is a great producer so right it was um, great to hear something not trappy yeah for once ever <laughs> yeah ever since uh ever since pinata i'll always uh i'll always check a freddy gibbs project and I, I had no idea this was coming out. It dropped that day, and I was like, oh, shit. 
Uh, this is a really cool surprise. I think this is one of probably the Alchemist's best projects uh, in terms of like production and everything. I really liked all of the songs on it from a production standpoint. And Freddie killed yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. It was great. Yeah. Um, overall, just a really solid, fun project. And it was pretty short, too, which is good. In terms of songs, yeah, it was many... it was a little longer in length, I feel like, than I, uh, the other projects we were talking about. But nine songs, twenty four minutes. Oh, so okay. about, well, maybe about not. the same. Yeah, yeah. So I'm liking this little trend. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm really glad that there's people are doing it at a high qu- or high quality. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Shout out you for. Uh telling me about freddie gibbs yeah <laughs> another great project that was a nice gift yeah um did you check out the anderson pock record I, yeah i've never really gotten into him but i know he's super talented yeah um i've liked him for a while he uh i remember him he would always be like featured in like uh old some older projects that i would listen to he, he was on like a bunch of kendrick stuff yeah, I think he mm-hmm. like I think he plays drums on a lot of the songs because he's like a really really good drummer. Um, yeah, he, I think he I've does, seen him play drums live. Yeah, he does all the he um, does all that shit on his projects, obviously. But um, I watched him on Saturday Night Live, and he was doing tints, and uh, I forget the other song that he did, but he was playing drums on it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, he's really good, really talented. I it's just a really fun record. Uh, I like to listen to it while I drive. It's a good driving record. Um, I might have to give it another shot. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, but I, I liked his older stuff, uh, so I was excited to hear that he was putting some new shit out. I don't think it's as good as uh, Malibu. That was his last record. That was really good. But it's definitely it's one of my favorites, just in terms of vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a fun thing to listen to for me. I like it. Um, I don't have a bad time listening to it. It's kind of long uh, for my liking, but there's a lot of good shit on it. So it makes up for the length with just uh, the energy. I think it's good. Word. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out then. So I yeah, listened to it a little I bit definitely. and I was like, meh, meh. Yeah, I would definitely try and listen to it on a drive or like while you're doing something else, just have it on for background. Cause I mean, there's not a ton mm-hmm. of lyrical stuff to it. It's just the the energy and the music itself is really uh fun and you know, just like good. I don't really I, I, those are bad descriptors and they don't sound <laughs> it doesn't sound like I'm giving it a lot of credit, but I, I really think it's interesting and uh I get what you're saying. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend it to anybody. Nice. Uh, let's see. So, uh, what else do we have here? So, Mick Jenkins dropped. He dropped yeah. uh, Pieces of a Man. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into Mick through uh, The Waters, which I think is an incredible uh, yeah. concept album. You know, to do mm-hmm. a concept album in hip-hop and then to make it about water. Yeah. You know, that it's wild, but that that was a wonderful project. So I checked out his latest project and I thought I thought it was overall another solid project from him. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of just, you know, his style of music. You know, I didn't really have anything stand out too much, but I thought it was I thought it was a solid 
project. Did yeah. you check it out at all? Yeah. Um, I think it's, so the waters is like one of my favorite projects of all time. I would put it, it's definitely top 10. I would probably even put it top mm-hmm. five. I loved that record so much when it came out and I listened to it for like probably like two years all the time. Um, and mm-hmm. then he put out a record. Uh, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. I can look it up, but the the one that came out in between the waters and this one was not as good to me. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he, he might've gotten like a little cocky maybe. Cause I know he got a lot of credit for the waters, not like so much in terms of mainstream success, but I know it really put him on the map for a lot of people. And it was, I mean, most people agree that it's a really solid project, but yeah. um, that record he put out like probably two or three years, I don't know, uh, maybe two years ago. I didn't like it very much. It didn't flow as well to me. And like, um, he was trying a lot of new stuff that like just didn't really work out in my opinion. And I, I know it wasn't a very big uh, commercial success or anything like that. I, it didn't get a ton of, um, uh, you know, accolades. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> and then he kind of fell off for a while, but this new one is pretty good. It kind of gets back to a similar vibe of where he was before he gets like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a really good, uh, ghost face feature on it. Uh, um, there's a, I like how I like, I just like the producers that he works with. He's got like the, the mind is like a, one of his like favorite producers. And I like a lot of the stuff he makes. Uh, he has like, he a, does have good production. There's a bad, bad, not good, uh, feature or like they worked on a beat for him. I, I hmm. really like what they do on a lot of songs. So that's always good for, to see for me. Um, but yeah, it, once again, it's a little long and, uh, you know, it, it kind of loses me at the end, like a lot of these records do, but overall I think it's yeah. a pretty, it's better than his last one, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't meet the, uh, prior. It's hard to live like, up to, to the like, waters. The waters. <laughs> yeah. The waters is like really, really, I, if anybody's listening to this, who hasn't heard that, uh, you have to listen to that record. It's, it's wonderful. Really, Check it's it really out. Great. It's, it's really great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this one makes me think, uh, it makes me excited to hear future stuff from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll always check his projects out just cause the waters, it got me in, invested in him as a guy, as a rapper. So gotcha hooked. Yeah. So, uh, at least check the waters out. I, I would recommend the new project. It's it's not as good, but it's worth a shot if you've got if you're looking for new stuff to check out. Um, for sure, I would say in general we don't really talk about stuff that we don't like. So anything yeah. that we talk about, I would recommend at least trying out if you have a similar there, taste to us. There's been a lot of music dropped this year. Um, yeah. So just because we haven't talked about a project doesn't mean we don't like it as well. You know, usually we talk about projects that we enjoy and that's about Mm -hmm. it. But, you know, just because we're not mentioning something doesn't mean that we don't enjoy it or we're not listening. It's just that there's so much music 
Yeah. And, you know, we don't always have a ton to say about projects. So, you know, there could, there, there could be a project or two, you know, out there that we hear and it's just like, yeah, yeah you know, it's good, but especially with this break, I mean, don't there much was, to say. yeah, there was other stuff that dropped during the break that we had that, uh, we just don't really have, uh, enough time or, uh, stuff to say about it, but I would, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I always recommend to anybody to, if you have time to kill or if you're looking for new stuff you, to just, just literally just go on Spotify and look in the new section and just like, that's what I do. You know, I just start listening. Yeah. Yeah. Every Friday I'll check just to like, see what came out that week. Uh, I'll, I'll look at like, you know, Reddit or whatever. There's all sorts of places on the internet. You can look to find new stuff. You don't have to like constantly be, you don't have to like follow people all on the internet to like see when shit's coming out it's really easy to figure out when stuff that you like is coming out or whatever but yeah shout out uh ktt yeah that's always a good source they out there but yeah i mean yeah there's it there's just so much music dropping that it's it's crazy but you yeah. know there has to be music that you can find that you enjoy right so it's always weird to it's me always when good people to check like, things out when people don't look for new music Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know. Maybe I mean I just get bored with stuff so quick that it's it's particularly weird for me. But I I don't know. Like when I I like uh, hang out with somebody or like see somebody like talking about all they talk about is like stuff that came out years ago and like they don't mm-hmm. invest any time in listening to new stuff. It's just kind of off to me. There's I feel like missing out on a lot of good music. Yeah. You know? Every week, it seems like there's something good coming out, you know, mm-hmm. anymore. And it's so easy to find it. I, I I feel like there's no excuse. Yeah, right. Especially today. I mean, back when we were younger, it was so difficult to find and, yeah, you know, experience music. And today it's, it's so easy. You know, there's really no excuse for not looking yeah. into stuff if you're, you know, into music. So it's I only- definitely recommend going out there. It's only 20 bucks a month for a Tidal Hi-Fi uh, subscription. Yeah, shout out Tidal. <laughs> big, sub- big subscribers to Tidal. Yeah. We're still waiting on the coupon codes for free subscriptions, but... Yeah, we don't, we don't have a code for y'all yet, but... Uh, Jay, maybe Jay will get back to us. Jay will bless us. Yeah. yeah. He's, He's busy writing verses of the year. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, in our uh, during our hiatus, Pusha T went on Joe Budden's podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, yeah. and um, I think we were going to talk about that a little bit, kind yeah. of in relation to Kanye and Drake, because mm-hmm. of course Kanye's found his way into our conversation because <laughs> that's what he does. What would an episode but, be um, without Kanye talk? Exactly. But um, without getting too much into it, because I think everyone should just go check it out because there's a great interview, you know, um, yeah, Joe Budden and all them really, you know, get get some good stuff out of push. Yeah. Rory and Mile. But yeah. um, that came so out like I think the, I think that came out like a couple of days after we put our last episode out. So we like just missed um, being able to talk about it in the last episode. Missed. So, yeah. We're kind of going back a couple months here, but it it kind of 
brings it into the whole topic of what just happened with the tweets. So, uh, kind of got to give some background. Yeah, yeah. right. But, um, um, I think the biggest takeaways from it, at least with the Kanye and Drake thing, and even the push and Drake thing, is push claims that he got the baby info from 40s, um, some girl that 40 was with right. apparently 40 told her about it and then uh the girl had told push or his crew or whatever and he claims that kanye had nothing to do with it right um he claimed that drake's team offered 100k to anyone with info on him um he said that drake and kanye are fake friends um mm-hmm. there's really no rules to be basically that he's kind of done with the beef anyway. He says he's been stacking up wins like crazy. So, you know, he's, he seemed like he was in a good place with it. He seems Mm -hmm. to feel that, you know, he, he did his thing, you know, Drake didn't respond. He's, he's winning. And, but I think the biggest thing to come out of it was that he claims that the info came from 40 right now, you know, obviously if you're Drake, that's really easy to verify. So, yeah, you know, I'm not sure if we'll ever get the real answer out of it, but, um, according to push, that's what's happened, but yeah. you know, take that with, you know, take that how you want. Who knows? Right. It's an interesting so that, angle to it. Yeah. That would be pretty crazy, especially yeah. <laughs> with how Drake has a lot of lyrics about pillow talking and, uh, right. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> the ultimate betrayal possibly. <laughs> yeah um obviously push said a lot of other things and talked about his music kind of talked about him and stuff like that but like i said you know if you want to hear more about that go check it out because it's a great interview and you know it's not your typical interview um there's also one with chance that the podcast did joe Mm -hmm. button's podcast did uh check that out too that was another good one yeah i like the interviews uh, on that show i I like the regular show too it's a fun listen but the interviews are particularly good because they kind of come from an angle that most interviews don't really get out of artists. You don't get the same stock answers about everything. The chance one was particularly interesting. If you're interested Mm -hmm. in industry type stuff, he gets into a lot of stuff about that. Um, Yeah. I love that. But if you're invested at all in the Drake Kanye thing, definitely check the push stuff out. Um, Yeah. Even if you're just in the push, go check it yeah. out. Push is a great guy. You know, yeah. he puts out great music. So for sure. Yeah. The more so, I sit um, with the, the other the more I sit with Daytona, the more I like it over all the other I know that I said the Kid Sea Ghost was my favorite of those Yay projects from that month or whatever that mm-hmm. they were doing the seven songs, but I think it's pretty indisputable that the Daytona is the best record out of that. Um, yeah, we'll get into it uh the yeah. next podcast but right. yeah i have daytona up there i think daytona is probably one of my best of the year let yeah. alone just out of wyoming right so yeah i got a i got a bunch to yeah. talk about when it comes to that so we'll save that but right go check out daytona too definitely an amazing album yeah. short sweet and get those luxury coke wraps <laughs> yeah so but, um I mean, the I other day Kanye, mm-hmm. he uh, he did a Kanye thing again and uh, <laughs> took the Twitter, kind of got a little crazy. Um, 
there was a lot of tweets and I'm not going to read them all. Right. Um, obviously you can go find them and read them yourselves. We're going to try to hit some of the, the high points and kind of discuss because there was a lot said. Yeah. But, uh, basically, um, I guess Drake had contacted Kanye or someone did about Drake trying to clear, um, the, what song is it? The uh, Say What's Real song um, mm-hmm. off of So Far Gone, which used Kanye's Say You Will Be off of uh, 808s, I believe. Right. Um, you know, maybe Drake's dropping an anniversary edition of So Far Gone. Maybe he just wants it on streaming, but basically he wanted it cleared from Kanye. Here we go right. with clearing samples again. Um, I guess Drake had got on the phone with him. You know, Kanye kind of said, mission accomplished, blah, blah, blah but I'm not mm-hmm. going to clear the record. So once that happened, the next we kind of hear from him is uh, how Drake's threatening him, yeah. how, um, you know, he wants an apology for mentioning the 350s and no stylist, how he's getting sneak dissed in sicko mode, um, you know, how Drake has basically been out for him since he said, yeah, you know, yay's pool is nice. Mine's just bigger is what I'm saying or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think it was summer 16. Um, he claims that Drake's threatening his family. You know, he's still upset about Drake sending him the purple, uh, emojis, which is yeah. hilarious. The, the devil, you know, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he claims that, that Drake bought the first two rows, which I don't know how you buy the first two rows at a general admission show. And, yeah. uh, pushes, show in toronto where uh if you don't know push got drinks and stuff thrown on them and kids tried to get on stage and a kid got beat up by security he claims uh he claims the kids in critical critical condition yeah uh so you know that's pretty crazy and then um yay brought in how you know triple x died you know um or got killed six nines in jail basically claiming that drake's adding to the negativity Mm-hmm. and he's getting people hurt and you know if something happened to him everyone would be sad you know people would be writing memorial songs and you know kanye's his idol that yeah. <laughs> you know he he walked so basically that drake could run you know he he made it okay for a drake to happen yeah. you know basically kanye's just he's just going crazy out there yeah. which um he's... you know for for him to preach about love and positivity <laughs> he's not exactly saying things that are promoting love and positivity. You know, he's still like firing things at Drake while he's trying to be like, but love, right? which I think is a horrible excuse because, you know, if anyone does anything to him, writes a record, says anything, he's just going to say that they're being negative. They're trying to keep him down. They're not leading with love. You know, they're, yeah. he's, he's like the guy that's screaming at the sky, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the, the crazy person. He puts himself um, into a situation where he can't lose. He can't be the bad guy. Yeah, in his head at least. Yeah. You know, and if you if you follow it. But um Right. So there's a lot of hypocrisy. Um you know, he's making fun of Drake for trying to act tough, which I think's crazy. You know, yeah. he's he's talking about the uh he he really seems shook. Like Drake has this guy shook. Yeah. Which is really funny. You know, considering if you follow Drake his whole career and everyone's talking about how soft he is and whatever, but yeah, Kanye seems genuinely worried about his family. You know, uh, right. in sicko mode, Drake, you know, 
talks about taking a right and he's like saint sleeps to the right you know he, he thinks his kids are in yeah, danger like he's like what is going on <laughs> he's uh he's got like a he's one of those guys that has like a poster board on the wall with pictures uh like rope or string dolled together and like in all these weird yeah, ways tying and it shit. together yeah he's making a lot of assumptions and shit which like i don't know he's super off of his meds so <laughs> it makes sense i guess like why this is happening but uh, I, I mean know. we we didn't hear the phone call from drake so i mean we yeah. really have no idea what drake said but i have an i you know i'm assuming it's nothing that crazy and for yeah. him to like act like this like he's acting like drake's gonna kill him yeah and i mean come on drake isn't gonna kill him yeah. i mean maybe maybe beat him up or something maybe and even that would be shocking right but he, he's acting like you know it's it could go down you know and uh tmz caught him and tried to ask him about drake and he like took off running you know like <laughs> does he think tmz has got hired by drake like drake shooters or tmz now like it's really weird know. man it's i don't know i he's been taking you know, a lot I've of been, like um ugh. he's really shown a lot of his uh he's shown a lot of red flags this past year he's really like i don't know it's he's losing I don't, it. I don't really know what to say about it i get like caught up every time i try and think about what to say about it because it's just such a weird situation like he's i don't know uh, i mean and then you know he continued know. on throughout the night yeah. you know like he just kept going yeah he's going and then more biblical shit and he's like oh my god I don't yeah know. and then it's... you know the day after he's talking about how you know these these tweets maybe should be looked at as like um i can't remember the term he used but basically as like a word from god through him yeah <laughs> you know which is like crazy thing you know like now we're getting into like danger territory for somebody you know yeah. where they think that they're they're preaching some word or something and he talks about how um the meds are terrible and don't take meds and how you know when he's off his medication he's a genius and he made uh my beautiful dark twisted fantasy off meds and i mean that's not a good message when you're kanye to people because kids look up to him and people look up to him and you know mental health isn't a joke and there's a lot of people that do need medication and yeah. to go off their meds could kill them they could hurt themselves or other people yeah and you know you can laugh and be like well it's just kanye talking about that but in today's day and age, you know there's people reading that and going, if Kanye says he's a genius without meds, yeah, I'm not going to take mine. You know, this is just, it, it, it's getting very dangerous and somebody needs to take his phone away yeah. and get him help or something, whatever happens to be his actual issues. Because, you know, preaching things like that isn't good. Right. I'm surprised it's just not that he's stayed healthy. on the internet this long. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten like the Twitter hasn't gotten deleted yet. Like, yeah. He, like he you hasn't know, but just it... gotten off. I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, he's he obviously thinks he's doing something right, and he's been kind yeah. of in this like mind state for a while. You know, yeah. he believes he's breaking the simulation and he's not being held down anymore, and blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> And you know, it, like you said, it's hard to it's hard to even like find words to like talk about him right. at this point. I'm just, you know, I'm past being able to like being an apologist for him. I'm past being able to like defend him. Yeah, I just, I just don't. I just want him to like work it out or something. You know, something's not right with him. You know, he he has always been the like kind of crazy you know, rant guy, but mm-hmm. this is different. This is, this is not like the same as before. Yeah. This is a guy who's off his meds, you know? I mean, like there's this, yeah. the perfect way to put it. It's exactly what's happening. I feel like everybody realizes it, but it's nothing's changing, <laughs> you know, like no one's yeah, and no one can make his decision for him or anything like that. But it's just like, it's surprising that, uh, no one has really reached him yet and like gotten him to change. And I guess the whole thing about when he was on the meds is kind of that. I I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, on his last tour, um, you know, he started to get into these crazy rants about Jay and, you know, him sending shooters and, you know, he was starting to sound not okay. And then he ended up um, canceling his tour and going to the hospital and stuff like that. And I feel like we're reaching that kind of place again. Yeah. You know, if, unless he's just trolling. Yeah. But if he is trolling, I mean, this is getting into like, yo man, that's not cool. Yeah. You know, this is, this is beyond like where you're just trolling and you're like, aha, you know, I got you. Like, yeah, this is like not healthy. If it came out that he was trolling, I think I would laugh a little bit. But at the same time, this kind of just, it it seems like it's a bit much to just be trolling. It seems like he's really like mentally fucked up, you know? Yeah. Now he's not helping uh, himself at all. He's just kind of digging himself into bigger holes. And he kind of got away from the MAGA stuff. And I don't think he's really wearing the hat anymore. And he's kind of, you know, he's distanced himself enough from that. But it's just like, now you're into this, you're going double hard on the Drake shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it seems I think it's like a bad just, idea. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he just wants, he wants to be the bad guy in a sense, you know, like he, he wants, he wants uh, people to be talking about him so bad he doesn't care if he looks like yeah. the bad person in the thing yeah. and he's trying to spin it on drake and it's like i don't know it, once again like we don't really know all the details about everything but it's just like it seems like he's reaching a lot oh yeah. especially recently For like sure. i understood at the beginning but it's gotten to this wasn't even like a big deal to anybody anymore like people had not so much forgotten that they were feuding but like nothing really came up like yeah kind of cool recently yeah like he this came out of nowhere so the first 
the first thing I thought is, well, Kanye's dropping his album soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is sad, but right. you know, I figured, well, he's he's got new music coming out because now he's on this. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, maybe he's worried that Drake will drop that supposed terrible disc record he has that, you know, could ruin some things. So maybe he's trying to, you know, set it up in a light that makes Drake look like a bad guy if he ends up dropping it. You know, maybe Drake really did threaten him or maybe he's just crazy. But yeah, um, it was a it was a crazy rant. Um, yeah. How do you feel about him talking that basically that uh, because of him? he allowed for drake to be himself i like basically the kanye paved the way for drake i get it like yeah. I, I see where he's coming from um mm-hmm. i don't think it was 808's changed a lot yeah i don't think it's purely because of him like he's taken a lot of credit no but that was just kind of how the game was gonna go at some point i mean mm-hmm. the culture itself has changed around hip-hop so it would have changed anyway i think is kind of like mm-hmm. i don't know i think it assisted but yeah, i don't think I mean, you know he was definitely a major directly. player he was a big mm-hmm. he was a big influence on him i mean he's a big influence on pretty much anybody that's coming up now yeah so i mean he can say that about anybody and be kind of right but mm-hmm. i don't know it's i think it's a big ego thing at the same time you know yeah, like people are supposed to say that about you. You're yeah, not supposed right. to say it about yourself, you know? Like people are supposed to be like, well, Kanye did this and allowed for that or, yeah. you know, this influenced that. You're not supposed to come out and be like, I am your oxygen, I think is an actual <laughs> quote. Yeah. You know, like you just sound. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> now, if he comes out and he drops like, you know, an epic album. Right. Do we just forgive everything or do we probably do we list, you know, do we cautiously? <laughs> yeah. I think most people will probably forgive him, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm a huge Kanye fan. Like I'm, I've been a fan of his through this whole thing. I still, mm-hmm. I'll still listen to anything he puts out. I'll follow him on Twitter all the time. I'm not going to unfollow him. I'm not, you know, I, uh, yeah. I don't agree with everything he's said or done, obviously, but like the guy's got me, you know, like I'm, I'm invested, <laughs> I'm invested in him. So I would no love nothing more than for him to put out a great record and forget all this ever happened. But I'm <laughs> a, I'm not optimistic that the next thing he puts out is going to be good. And B, yeah, I, kinda... I don't think he's gone to a point now where it's, really difficult to forget all of the stuff that's yeah. come out in the past year. So even if he did put yeah. some out, like, you know, if he put graduation part two out or, you know, something really great, I'd be surprised. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I can't see him in this like mind state really putting out great music, especially with what he's put out lately. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You know I, I hope he's okay. Yeah. I there's not but, that many people his age that put records out that are at the le- like especially at the level of his past stuff, you know. I'm sure yeah. that he could put something out that I'd like, but I don't see him ever putting some mind-blowing shit out ever again. Mhm. 
but I don't know. I, I hope Probably. that I, I hope that I eat my words at the next project or whatever oh, project sure, in the yeah. future. But it's just uh, he kind of seems not like a lost cause, but definitely like uh, my expectations for him are a lot lower anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whether that has to do he, with uh... whether that has to do with the personal stuff and like all the details that have come out, or just the music itself getting worse mm-hmm. it, it happens so i don't know it is what it is i just hope he gets help whatever that is that he needs you know yeah. um i i wish he would stop using his mental illness that he supposedly has um as an excuse i think that's kind of that's not good yeah. you know for people that have you know, mental health issues. He seems as if he uses as an excuse for things. Um, right. I guess we'll see, you know, um, it's not definitely not the last we've heard of him. Yeah. From him. I'm sure we'll hear from him again soon, especially if he has music coming out. Yeah. Um, I bet he'll put something out I on s- like Christmas or new years. He, yeah. always, he does those holiday releases and shit. Uh huh. I still think it's hilarious that he's scared of Drake and basically <laughs> it seems like, Drake's after him. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I don't know. I'm getting, I'm kind of over the beef, you know, like yeah. if Drake dropped some crazy disc record, I'm sure I'd be all for it, but yeah. I don't know. If I'm Drake, I don't know. I don't, I, if I'm Drake, I stay completely silent on the whole thing. Like, yeah, the way that Kanye's talking, I don't think you can win yeah. and like, like not win the beef, but I mean, like if you drop a record, I, I feel like he'll try to spin yeah. it into some thing. Like it's just going to hurt more. It's just going to hurt Drake, really. Right. The Unless only, it really is something mild. The only way Kanye is going to stop is if this whole shit blows over. And yeah, I don't, I don't think even if Drake apologized, he would really like stop, you know? No. He would spin it. And no. so Drake's just kind of got to be radio silent about it. And maybe Kanye yeah. will stop eventually. He'll get some help and whatever. But Drake's just got to keep playing the mind games. Yeah. Well, that, that mind games are obviously getting to them. That might fuck it up even worse. So it's kind of hard to tell. I think that's know? the biggest issue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going on about Drake talking about his pool years ago, you know, yeah. like obviously <laughs> he, Drake's got to the guy. Yeah. So there's something that's bothering him. There's something that we don't know. Right. But I guess we'll see. It's, it's such a weird situation. I would have never seen this coming. Yeah, it's it's Especially bizarre. the way that it's happened. Like I could see them having like a rap beef, but they've actually like I don't know. There's uh, there's certainly a like his verse on Seco Mode definitely has Kanye disses in it. Like it, you can't really deny that. But it's like oh, he's talking about showing up at his house. And, yeah, you know, killing him. So but, yeah, <laughs> but. I mean, Kanye hasn't. His, his dog will do it for a Louis yeah. belt, man. That's it. <laughs> Kanye's life is is on the line over a Louis belt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really, but I don't think that part's about Kanye, but it is funny. Yeah. It's so weird. Calabasas is the battleground. <laughs> Who would have thought? The Battle of Calabasas. World War Three. Right. Calabasas war one. <laughs> they just need to fight. They just need that to go to like funny. someone's basement and just like fight it out. Yeah. I wonder who would win in I like I, an actual fist fight. 
I think Drake's pretty jacked, yeah. so probably Drake. Kanye's probably but, got uh, some crazy shit in him. Like I could see him snapping and fucking just going nuts, biting his neck or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be doing something. He'd probably do something weird. Yeah. I think I heard somebody say like, "Yeah, uh, Kanye can bring Mike Dean, Drake can bring Forty, and they can <laughs> they can battle it out or something." Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> weird. What a what a time to be alive. Yeah. It's very it's strange times. Right. Well, I think that about covers everything that yeah. we wanted to talk about since the hiatus. Uh we'll be back soon with our year end wrap up, which yeah. is sure to be a lot of talk of of music and Yeah. We'll try know, what we ju- thought was best of the year. We'll try and just do music on that episode. Try not to get on tangents. Beef. But I yeah, mean, tangents. Stuff happens, you know. We got to yeah, talk about Kanye. Uh, we got to talk about Kanye. Yeah, sometime. it's been hip hop's been pretty. It's been pretty closely aligned with popular culture lately, so you yeah. know it works itself into everything. And of course, you know, we got to talk Kanye, like you said, if he comes up. Yeah, it's hard to escape. It's it. Kind of the thing. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, well, um, rate and subscribe and all that other shit. Uh, you know, yeah. you're supposed to do that. So you should just do it already. Uh, just do it for yeah. us. Help us uh, get those sponsors and then we'll drop consistently yeah, because do it for the, it'll be our job then. Do it for the pod, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'd love, you know, if you want to share the show with people or whatever on the internet or just like tell them to listen all that stuff helps uh we won't have to keep asking you to do this stuff if you actually do it so yeah uh you know it won't be as annoying for you or you probably stopped listening a minute ago and you'll <laughs> just uh pick up the next one so whatever uh <laughs> all right well uh catch you next time thanks a lot for coming out and keeping the scene alive later one.